You're making sure that it's not on repeat. No, I was uh, setting something else up, uh, but I will do that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're ready to go. Yeah, you're dude. Like, you're ready to fucking go. We're not gonna do any bullshit. Like, I, play the fucking bumper. I still gotta. Um, I still gotta do a bunch of shit at my house tonight. Oh, okay. Let's do this. Right. Okay, wait. But I said let's do this a little bit too fast. So let me find it. I'm a little concerned about the volume because I haven't tested it yet. So we might. <laughs> so just get ready, okay? I'm going to play it now. Okay. Hold on. Let me redo that. Okay. <laughs> it's good. a little too loud. A little too loud. So- <laughs> right. Consummate professionals, we too at Secretly Timid. <laughs> Hello, friends. Um, it's me, and it's John. Hey. Um, and our thoughts, alone with our thoughts. Um, did you pick a song for this? I week? did pick a song of the week, and, and you don't remember what it is. No, I surely do remember what it is because it's my favorite band that I'm obsessed with right now, and it rarely happens it for me. Squad? It is fucking Pom Pom Squad. Uh, the song is called "Crying." Uh, check it out. I hope you enjoy it. I am really excited about this band. It's a mixture of like grunge and pop and queer. It's very queer. She's a very queer artist. It's a very queer band. And, and if you don't enjoy it, fuck you. If you don't enjoy it, then you know what? I'm going to try again next week for another song that I've already picked out. Okay. So enjoy. Um, and that'll come later. <laughs> well. Oh, and the lead yeah. singer, mm-hmm. Mia Barron, reminds me. I think that I believe that's her name. Apologies if I got that wrong. She reminds me a lot of Aaron D. And Varen Delperdang. Oh. Uh, I saw an interview, actually I posted on my Facebook that she did this week uh, with, I believe it's a radio station out of Seattle, maybe. I've, I've, I've heard the, the radio, or, Cheryl Waters. I've heard her interviews before. KXP. Or, yeah. Yeah. Is that Seattle? I think so. Um, and during the interview, I was like, who does this remind me of? And it reminds me of Aaron Delperdang. She's got the dimples and she's very thoughtful and very... Uh, uh, I don't know. I just think she's really cool. When you say uh, it's queer, what do you? What does that mean? Uh, I mean that she's in a relationship with a woman. I don't know how she identifies, but she identifies as queer. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and the band too. Um, I get the very a sense that the other band members are queer as well. What gives you that sense? Uh, uh, a man in a beard and a dress. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a band that I wish I that we had in the '90s because that would have been cool to have. A band with a man with a beard and a dress. Stop fucking with me. You know what I'm talking about. A queer the, band. A queer band. Yeah, we didn't have queer we didn't have too bands many, in the we, '90s. Who did we have? We had Melissa Etheridge. We had Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> we had uh, George Michael, but he came out later. We had uh, the B52s. 
but they were kind of like hush hush about it. We had Elton John, Michael Stipe. We had Michael Stipe. Um, Do all of the members of the band have to be queer for it to be a queer band? How many members? I don't know, Megan. Does it I don't. I feel like you're grilling me, and I don't appreciate it. No, no, no. It. I'm. I'm. No, I, this is no. A, you have your grilling voice on. Listen to you're me. You're getting your kicks right now by <laughs> trying to make me. Look I'm trying foolish. to answer your question, but I need qualifying uh, characteristics. So. Like, what percentage of the band has to be queer in order for it to be a queer band? Because if you can tell me... 82 fucking percent, Megan. That's a lot. Okay. Let me think. Let me have a think on it. I'm going to think about... I'm going to kick myself later when I'm driving home and be like, oh, yeah, there's this band and this band and this band. (laughs) Uh... There was that one punk band from Seattle, or not Seattle, from San Francisco. What were they? What was their name? What was their name? Because I got their album. Um, Mike Watt is gay. Who? Mike Watt. Who the fuck is that? He's in the Minutemen. Never heard of him. Um, have you ever heard the uh, theme? This makes me sad to have to say it this way, but you know the theme song to Jackass? Can you recall it? I'm trying to recall it, but all I'm hearing is the na 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 of Daria. It's a song called. Yeah, Corona. okay, I got it now. Yeah, yeah, that's Miniman. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Mike Watts gay. Okay. And he so has there's a beard. one. And he has, there's one. I don't know if he had a beard then, but he definitely does now. Awesome. Thank you. I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna have to uh, like. I wish you had exposed me to them in the 90s so I could say, oh, wow, there's a queer band that I identify with, even though I was not yet identified as queer back then. Well, he's not 80% of the band or 82% or whatever, but anyway. I think if the lead singer and lead songwriter is queer, then it counts as a queer band because all these songs, it's a female voice and the love interest is always he... it's a female no, in all these minute. songs. Shit. I think I'm going to fucking kick myself here. I get, there are three bands that I get mixed up. Oh, that's homophobic of you. Is it? Yeah. Why? They're, are they all queer? No. Oh. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. So I was, okay. So I couldn't, I couldn't think if it was Firehose or if it was Miniman, but he was in both of them, so. Oh, okay. So there. So you found one. Michael Stipe. Uh, two. But I wouldn't consider R.E.M. a queer band, though. Why? Because it's just him? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And he was not very, like, I mean, Jill correct me Sol if I'm Beale. wrong, but he wasn't very out and proud, and Jill Sobiel wasn't out until, I like, last year. What? That's yeah. not true. She did do that, I kissed a girl. But, yeah. But at the time... She was not like... She wasn't out when she no, put that song out? Not really. She didn't officially come out as a lesbian until much later. Uh, um, Ani DeFranco's queer, right? Yeah, we had her. She was like one of your favorites. I know. So what are you talking about if we didn't have any? But she's very, very, very different from the fucking pom-pom squad. Yeah, but that's that wasn't the question. I... I don't know why you, ha- you get off on trying to make me feel. Dude, I'm dumb. not trying to make you yeah, feel you anything. Yeah, you are. Don't psychoanalyze me. <laughs> oh what God. do you want to talk about today, Megan? Uh, let's let's. <laughs> what's the first thing on your list there? 
anti-vax slash poker <laughs> okay we can we can put the greg abbott uh conversation in with that since it's relevant i guess let's talk about poker okay you're actually, having a you, conflict you could give me some advice on poker actually i don't know anything about it buddy so i am having a conflict i uh go i every month on like the first or second third i don't know a friday of the month I go to this poker club um, in which the majority of the members are have a different politics than I do. And sometimes I can block it out, but lately I haven't been able to block it out because, and it was, it was sad last Friday, Friday when I was playing, my table was fine, but the table right next to me is the same fucking assholes that every fucking month they had the same fucking argument and it's getting harder and harder for me not to speak up and tell them to go fuck themselves i don't know why they're so obsessed with people's personal pronouns but they bring it up every month and it's an argument but they're agreeing with one another Mm. and it's really frustrating for me because i want to say why why does this bother you so much you know why like, do you think it bothers them so I much? I have no idea. You don't have any Tell theories. me. Tell me. Why do you well, think it bothers them? Well, I don't know these them? dudes. I've never met them. I, this, like, I really just want to vent now. I don't, I don't want you to put your therapist hat on. <laughs> okay, you just... Okay, go ahead. You can give me advice, but I don't want to know... I ask a question, you ask it right back to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's... I mean, I'm sure it's probably because they're older and they can see things changing and that scares them and makes them angry because that's how it always is you know i'm sure like this argument was happening 20 years ago when it was some other different social group that was coming up you know uh but i don't get it and it's it's just making me really not want to be there you know Mm -hmm. and it sucks because i've looked around at the other uh because Windstar is not doing tournaments right now because of COVID. My other options are underground card rooms, which I played those before, and it's really not my vibe because it's really catering to a different type of customer, i.e. a straight man, because there's usually... The one I yeah. went to, there were like women in bikinis taking drink orders, <laughs> and I'm not into that. That's immediately like... And even the advertisement they do are always like, come play poker with us, and it's women. When someone says John Hart, the first thing I think of is... Looking at women yeah. in bikinis. And so the other option are these, quote, legal card houses. And there's one in Dallas. But the tournaments are a little bit out of my price range that I feel comfortable with. Um, I think the Saturdays is, is like $300 or something like that. And I don't want to drop $300 okay. in a day. So I'm like having a real conflict because it's something that I enjoy. But at the same time, I'm not enjoying it, you know? So, so you said I can give you advice. Your question, it sounds like, is... Should I find somewhere else to do this? Yeah, or should I just not go? Well, can I ask a qualifying question? Of course you can. Uh, why is now different? It doesn't sound like this is a new kind of behavior for them. So It is actually a new kind of behavior for, for them. those people in particular, because mm-hmm. you've described some pretty disgusting behavior by other people in this yeah. group, right? But it's it feels a lot more concentrated now. And it's because this one member who I know is, I can tell is unstable where right wing politics is really his identity. And he used to not play 
like he he was kind of like I know he's played with the group before, but I was kind of newer to the group, so he wasn't really active when I first started playing. But the last like four months, he's been playing, and he's not even like the biggest instigator. But when he's there, like the mood changes because like like he has an NRA fucking car protector chip. Every T-shirt that he always wears has some Republican thing on it. You know, when you say unstable, what do you mean? You can just sense it. You can just sense when people are just like, he's like, ready to go. But like unstable and like you feel like he might like pull a gun on someone or unstable like you feel like he's just waiting to get into an, a heated argument with someone or both or neither. I'm not too worried about my safety, but I can just, I feel like he would be, he has a type of mental, um, I feel a sense that he would easily become like a QAnon supporter. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Like a really uh, malleable, yes, and really believing that uh, that Biden is taking the country in the wrong direction, and Trump was here to save us, and the election was stolen, and you know. What if you started leaving like little um, liberal breadcrumbs for him, and like I wouldn't do that because in this space I'm outnumbered, and I know you're making a joke. Yeah. But you have to put yourself in my shoes if you're in a space where you no, are I, the odd man out. I I do understand what that feels like. Um, how much is it bothering you? Like last time, it bothered me a lot. Last week, it bothered. Like, are me you a lot. taking it home with you? I just feel like I feel like I am letting everybody down by not speaking up. You know? Oh, that's like I feel like, like and I've done it before. Not specifically with him, but with other people who who I don't feel are like him. That's a lot of pressure, though, to put on yourself. Like him, like if I said something to him, I know he would say something back. Yeah. And, he, and if I would joke with him, he wouldn't be joking back at me, you know? Mm, like I, I can't win with him. I couldn't, I can't sway his opinion. Right. He's unchangeable. And he's hell bent. Like I feel like if he would find, if he finds out that I'm gay, his opinion would be even less than it is right now because I can kind of like go under the radar with these men because to them being gay is an insult. So even you have if to be wearing pink socks, or yeah, something. like even somebody like, for instance, like our friend Ryan went to the the game. He, I feel like he's a little bit more outwardly gay than I am, even though I feel like I'm pretty outwardly gay. But even him, they would not assume anything with him. Because to do that would be insulting, you know. Like they, they would, they would, they would not want to risk insulting a straight man, man by thinking that they're oh, gay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I understand. Even if saying. it's like right in their face, they're yeah. not going to acknowledge it. Um. Plus, then you know, I don't know. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Um. So, and it sucks because the actual homeowner is not like that. And most of the men there are not like, actually, no, most of the men are like that. Let me take that back. Most of them are like that, but they're at least polite. Have you spoken to anybody else in the group about how much this is bothering you? Not really. Because it was such a big deal for me to get invited in the first place. Yeah. And I don't want to disappoint my friend, too, by 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 saying, hey, I think your friends are assholes, even though I don't think he's really good friends with them either. He's really good friends with the homeowner. Yeah. You know, you. So it sounds like you already you went into this whole thing 
uh, and you cor- correct me if it's wrong, but it sounds like you went into this whole thing already feeling like it was an imposition. I was warned. Like I they was... were doing you a favor. Well, no, not really. You said it was, was a big deal for you to get. Yes, because my friend, like I was kept on asking because he was like, well, I play at this other game, but but you wouldn't like the people that play there. <laughs> and I was like, come on, come on, invite me, invite me, invite me, invite me. And then finally I wore him down enough where he gave me an invite. Yeah. And like a year later, I'm like, you're right. I don't, I think Do I've got to tap out. I can't, I can't. Do you feel like it would be seen as not appreciative? I think it could be seen as an insult. Like, where's John? Because some of them really do generally like, gen- I feel generally yeah. like my company. Do you have another group? How many groups? Do you I have, have another group, but that group, um, they're not playing right now because of the Delta variant. Okay. And that's why, like, you know, if that other group was still going, then it, would, it wouldn't be a big deal. You I know? see. And you don't know when that group is going to start back up? Probably not until the cases go down. Okay. Which the pe- good people of Texas are making sure that's not fucking happening anytime soon. Right. Um, so it's just, it sucks. Is it getting in the way of you enjoying your time when you're there? Yeah. Okay, well then what's the point? I know it was it was fun until that whole conversation started, and I just feel like saying, "Who do you feel like you'd be insulting the homeowner if I stopped showing up?" I think they would ask questions. The homeowner, you mean? Maybe I don't know, or maybe I'm I'm just thinking too highly of myself, and they wouldn't give a shit at all because they've got plenty of people that play there. You could just briefly explain to the homeowner that this is why you're not going to come back. Yeah, or maybe if they asked, if not, Matt. Well, I've sure said his name understand. before. If he asked, like, why aren't you playing? Or maybe I can just, you know, duff it up, turn on my headphones and just ignore it and just just get off on taking their money because I did that last uh, two months ago. And it really, honestly, it did feel good when the, the guy I really don't like, when I bluffed him yeah. so hard out of a hand. It felt really fucking good. Yeah, and he didn't make the money. Yeah, that like a, a, an unstable return, though. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just a lot of biting my tongue, and you know me. That's not... Um, that's not how I roll. Well, it's just not a an enjoyable position to be in. And yeah. you're doing this for fun, not for work. Yeah. That, and honestly, the, the tournament structure kind of sucks. <laughs> so, And sometimes, like, it's a home game, so they feel like they know the rules, but they don't. And I see so many mistakes, and I try to point it out, and... They're not receptive to it. But I'm like, but guys, like, you know, I've played po- been playing poker a long time. I know the rules. I know you can't buy back in and sit on the button. You can't do that. That's against the rules. Maybe you should, maybe you should rephrase it like bros. Bros. Bruh. Seriously? I know. I want to fuck Ariana Grande, too. Shit, man. God. What else do hyper-masculine this guy say. literally said, I pay to see her titties. Oh, gross. To a, a newscaster who was just doing their job. I pay to see her titties. And What? To a newscaster? They're watching the, the Olympics, and it was uh, a female, uh, what do they call them? Sports announcers. was just talking about sports. Oh, about, not to. Yeah. Like, she wasn't interviewing. She was not there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She was not I gotcha. There. I, I pay to see her titties. And when he said that, I was just like, oh, my God. Why would you pay to see tits, you And this is all, like, I guess, I guess, honestly, what really upsets me and is it's all performative. It's all for yeah. one another. 
Hey, by the way, I'm still not gay this week. Oh my god, it's right? just it's so it's really pathetic. It's so pathetic. Yeah. Could you uh, reframe that uh, that the the pathetic aspect of that as like being less toxic to you because it's so stupid? And I, I and honestly, like I look, I I'm gonna put myself. <laughs> I, I think the real root cause is I feel like I'm better than them. <laughs> Not as a poker player, but well, as, as a human like being, yeah. you know, where I'm just like, why am I, why am I around these pathetic people? Okay. Some of them, just the people like that. Right. You know. If it's not fun and you're doing Ugh. it for fun, then don't fucking do it anymore. Yeah. It's not like eating your vegetables. Like it's not gonna. I just need to find a new spot. Give you strong muscles and. And bones. Or know? maybe I'm just being a little bit sensitive this, this month. I don't know. You seem a little aggro today, more than usual. Have you been thinking about this a lot? Uh, it has been. It's been under my skin. I think for me, the feeling of I'm letting my community down by like being in this environment and not saying anything. That's a lot of pressure to put on yourself, buddy. Yeah, but you hear that before where people like, you know, people say if you're an ally and if you see injustice, I know, say something. But- but dude, like like you said, like you're not gonna change this dude's mind. Yeah. Um And I'm and I'm severely outnumbered. Cause the other people who might feel the way that I do, they're not speaking up. You know? I, I don't know if that's a I mean, you could do like a really epic peace out uh monologue if you want to, but <laughs> I, I always know. feel bad because there's one African American man who plays two, and I feel like like I look at it, I'm like, dude, this has to be pissing you off too, you know? Maybe it doesn't. You can ask him. But I'm like looking at the other minorities, I'm like, this is this is bullshit, right? <laughs> like this but maybe he does feel like I don't understand the pronouns either, but it's like it's not for you to understand. It doesn't affect you. So why do you care? I mean, if you're in the lion's den, maybe you don't want to tell the lions say something like lions are bullshit. Yeah. You know. Like, maybe wait until you leave. The really old man, like, I have no problem speaking up and showing him how stupid he is mm-hmm. about, like, when he was freaking Why? out about the mask. Because he doesn't frighten me. That's what it is. He doesn't scare me. Why the guy, not? The guy, the crazy guy scares me a little bit. Because he's a loose cannon? Because he, yeah, he's unpredictable. What does the old guy do when you... He just, he doesn't really do anything. He's just loud. I And I say something... Everybody laughs and he shuts up. Yeah. Does that make you feel good? Uh, it doesn't make me feel bad. What what um It makes me feel it makes me feel like I spoke up. What you know? does he say? About like what are you speaking up against? What kind uh, of things? the one that, that I made everybody laugh was when again there it was the same day with uh I pay to see her titties that it was a different mm-hmm. man that said that. But in that same night, it was the opening night of the Olympics, I think. And during the open ceremony, a man was on the stage. Nobody else was on the stage. And he was wearing a mask. And and this man, I call him. Uh, I don't want to say his name, but but anyway, the the adjective I used before his name is angry. So I call him like Angry Pete. <laughs> Old Angry Pete is speaking again. So he'd be like, Ah, oh, this is just ridiculous. This is what's wrong with the world today. And I and I said. Geez, it's just a little piece of fabric. You seem to be really emotionally invested in that. 
And people laugh. I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I just turn it into a joke. And, it's really not a big nothing? of a deal. He, people laugh. He said nothing. And and later in that same night, I was I was I was rack what I was rocking his balls all night long. I was like <laughs> on his ass all night whenever he'd do something stupid because he's also not a very good poker player and he's very emotionally reactive to things. Mm-hmm. So it's really funny to piss him off. So for example, he was in a hand and. He made the winning hand at the last card, but he was making, like, he was calling bets before, and so when he won the hand, he said, well, I had ace-king, what was I supposed to do? And we're, everybody said, and you said, fold, you know, because, like, you weren't winning. So, so, so he says something ridiculous, you say something back that makes other people laugh, and then he just stops talking? Yeah. I'm sure I'm not making him feel great. Well, or I mean, he doesn't give a shit. Where I'm going with this is that um, one one person may not be more dangerous than the other just because he's not saying something bad. Oh. <laughs> so that's I'm not, something but, to be but aware I mean, of. He's, when I say old, like he's very old. Yeah, well, I'm not. I mean, I say he could run me over. I mean, like guns aren't really that heavy, are they? I or knives. I, I mean, I would be able to see a gun. Unless he came back, they also I think they shoot pretty far. But I don't think I don't think he's the murderous type. That's how they get you, John. Yeah, he's not the murderous type. The only one that worries me is the one. Um, dudes do not like to be called out and then laughed at by a bunch of people, <laughs> especially on multiple occasions. I'll just I'll just leave that there. Well, thank you. We can move on. Okay. I don't want to spend all this time on my shit. So speaking of. That wasn't anti-vaxxer. No, that was... So two poker pros who I once really had a lot of respect for are like went off the crazy train because they're not only anti-vax, they're also anti-mask. And the World Series of Poker this season, they have a mask mandate. And they were like saying like ridiculous bullshit, like trying to compare it to being discriminated against. Kristen Bicknell used, made up a term called medical fascism. This <laughs> Which is really hilarious, uh, and and this attorney, the man's the male poker pro, is named Alex Vossen. It's her boyfriend, and he's a former football player. He's pretty well built, but he's going off on this, you know, mask are useless, blah 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 blah. This is discrimination. Kind of compare it to the racial segregation of the sixties and seventies, which is very strange. And this attorney was just lighting him up. This attorney he, who's job is to try and make better uh, conditions for prisoners during the COVID thing and just basically calling him out on on his medical misinformation. Uh, but, but the whole, I guess for me, what really kind of annoyed me, and you'll be proud because I didn't do any Twitter shit at all. I was just reading this stuff and just thinking to myself, it's a comparison to them being discriminated against for not choosing not to wear a mask really pissed me off. Yeah. Like, yes. It's bullshit. Like you're choosing. You're choosing not to get vaccinated. You're choosing not to wear a mask. So this whole discrimination bullshit is bullshit. I mean, apart from that, it's it's not an issue of discrimination. Yeah. Maybe they're using the wrong word, but that doesn't make any sense because they're not being singled out. It's everybody that's supposed yeah. to be doing it. So well, that for me, it's just like you're making a choice to do this. It's not like it's not the same as being black or gay or, yeah you know where you don't have a hand in this 
Yeah. If they use the word discrimination, then... They use that, and then they use then segregation. They've got, you're creating two... They've got some vocabulary problems. Creating two groups of people, and you're pitting them against one another. It's like, no, it's a bus- this is a business decision. They are making a business decision. Whether or not you think it's safe or not, that's the decision they're making. So... Yeah. If you don't, if you don't agree with it, don't go. I mean, isn't it so kind dumb. of like stop signs? Like, yeah, it's like no shirt, no shoes, no fucking service. Yeah. Um, Medical fascism. Yeah, I, I don't. And they're spreading around this I think they're video, feeling left out. like this, uh, from like this YouTube video, where it's like, y'all, the medical community is in agreement here. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're cherry picking one YouTube video from some guy who probably is, does not have a, a medical license, and you're going with that. It's Doctor Nick instead of everybody else. <laughs> uh huh. Greg Abbott got COVID. Greg Abbott got COVID, but it's okay because he's on the mononuclear blah 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 thing that we all don't think. The I don't think we have treatment. access to if we have it. I was reading about that. Do so, we have access? Uh, it depends. So I was thinking, this sounds like a very expensive treatment. Oh, no, it's free. But it's not expensive. I heard it's free. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, but it's not always accessible. Yeah. I was reading there's a there's a distribution problem. Like um, some medical facilities have a bunch of it that they're not using, and some medical facilities can't get enough of it. So anyway, he, you know falls into the arms of an antibody treatment, goes to a fucking self-serving fundraiser in Collin County. Oh, I saw that. Which has a very high infection rate. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the people there weren't there. Mostly nobody older, was wearing masks, Older people, dude. too. Uh, and then, so, and then contracts COVID, and then he's like, don't worry about me, everyone. I'm fine. <laughs> and I want to thank you and well wishes to you. And um, he also rumored had, is that he had a booster too. Well, you know, maybe. Um, it's just very like fucking. What do you feel? Have you heard? I, th- I want to say it's Tennessee where a physician is refusing to see patients if they turn down a vaccination. That's an interesting concept. What do you think about that? <sighs> the reasoning behind it. Now, granted, this is not an ER doctor. This is just a physician. But he's but he said he COVID's a horrible way to die, and he doesn't want to, you know, see it. Um, yeah. I'm all there for I, it. I didn't. I I hadn't heard about that. I haven't given it enough thought, and I don't want to say something that. That I will regret later. And it might not be Tennessee. I don't really remember where it was. We can say it's Tennessee. Um, I have to have a think on that. I'm all for it. Because you know, a lot of people, the argument is, okay, if you don't want to get the vaccine because you're afraid of it, or you think it's not safe, then why are you accepting any of the other treatments once you get it? You know, why are you going to the hospital and clearing up the hospitals if you don't trust medicine? Um. I know they're one of the arguments is it's my body. You can't tell me what to do with it, mm-hmm. which on a very basic level, I'm behind, uh, i.e. abortion mm-hmm. uh, regulation. But <laughs> well, I was going to say, well, uh, 
You can't you can't spread babies though. <laughs> you know? I mean, somebody can. I can't do it, but you can't get secondhand babies like you can secondhand COVID. Dudes, dudes can <laughs> spread babies. Um, I was gonna say you can't you can't hurt anyone with your pregnancy, but that's not true. Um, I just, uh, dude, it's. I get I and. Are there egg whites? Is egg whites used for this vaccine as a binder? Like some people are allergic to egg whites. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Um, But I think that uh, in the end, if you refuse or if you can't, but still expect to be able to carry on your life with other people at your own convenience, for your own convenience and enjoyment without respect to anyone else, that is some bullshit. Yeah. So. I agree, sister. Um, anyway, if, if, any, if, uh, if any of you have gotten COVID from Greg Abbott, there's Eli <laughs> Lilly's uh, support hotline for uh, antibody treatment. It's 1-855-545-5921. So. I don't know why that spells out. There it is. <clears throat> <laughs> spells out like G5 microchip. <laughs> I don't know. 5G, I guess. I don't see, uh, see how bad I am at this. There's the, the anti-vaccination arguments make no sense. They're like, we don't know what's in it. Like, we don't know what's in anything. <laughs> and we don't have a problem with it. It's right. Plus, <laughs> I eat fucking McDonald's all the time. And hot dogs. Hot dogs. If you eat hot dogs. You being an asshole. <laughs> you being pig ass. I, mean, I don't know what's in my shampoo. I don't know what's in the moisturizer that I, I mean, you can read face. what's in it, but you don't know what those yeah, things are. It doesn't tell you anything. Um, I mean, to be fair, you're not drinking the shampoo, hopefully. Yeah. So, Especially you sluts out there with all those dicks you put in your mouth. Don't talk about your body's a fucking temple. <laughs> Is that slut shaming? Am I a slut shamer? Um, I know you're saying it tongue in cheek, <laughs> pun intended. Um, dick so. and cheek, dick and cheek. <laughs> so, speaking of the good transition, let's talk about TV movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I wish our friend shit. Alonzo Duraldi was here because he loves the Lifetime movie. He's uh, he was on a show on Secretly Tim years and years and years ago. He's an old friend of Paul Trans, um, but he hosts the very famous. Movie podcast, lin, lin, I can't say it, lin, Linoleum Knife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I yeah. like that show. Yeah, and he's he's uh, did commentary on a bunch of movies, too. He's a, like he's like a legit <laughs> critic. <laughs> he's you know? a legit podcaster. Yeah, he's a legit podcaster Aww. and a legit critic. He works for The Rap, I think. The what now? The Rap.com. Isn't that a place? I, or he used to work there. I don't he know. He did a bunch of YouTube shows. Like, he's legit. I mean, me not knowing about it does not make it illegitimate. You, you'd probably talk about a TV movie and he would know who directed it and all this stuff. And he'd What's be his able name, to Alonzo? Alonzo Draldi, yeah. Uh, okay, Alonzo, if you are interested in talking about these TV movies, I would fucking send me an email because <laughs> this is all I want to do now. So last night I watched two of them. I watched... Uh, um, so this one was, was made a little late for my taste. I prefer the uh, 90s. yeah. That's what I was thinking of when you said TV movie. Uh, yeah. Um, but don't worry, I won't disappoint you. Uh, I watched one from 2012 last night called A Mother's Nightmare. 
And then the second one I watched was uh, Vows of Deception. That's from 1996. Mm. So that has Cheryl Ladd in it. Okay. Who is a, an I older lady that, that people considered a sex symbol at some point, I think. Was she? She wasn't at Charlie's Angels, was she? Dude, I have no idea. I Alonzo is spitting out his coffee right I now. I know. I'm really sorry. I'm really Cheryl sorry. Um, Who was the... There was that one Charlie's Angel that nobody liked. Because everybody wanted to be fair. Anyway, continue. Um, so I got started on this. Let's see. Where was it? <laughs> <laughs> I got started on this. I was with uh, Jessica Pancetta. We were at my house. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, dude, do you... She doesn't really like movies. But I was like, you're going to like this. We should find a TV movie. Do you want to watch one of those? She's like, I don't know. So, of course, we did. Um, and the first one, the inaugural, was um, For My Daughter's Honor. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that one? That's from 1996. Is that like, is that like Not Without My Daughter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why do we have to watch that in high school? Was that like religious doctrination against Middle Eastern culture? I don't remember that. We had to watch it. I think it's bullshit. Anyway, sorry. Um, I'll, I'll try to not detract, dis, distract you. No, that's okay. Uh, th- these are, you know, this is a discussion, John. Um, so Lumberg from Office Space is in it. You remember the boss? Oh, I'm going to need you to come. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gary Cole is his name. <laughs> but Gary Cole is a football coach in small town Oklahoma and the football team is up and coming very successful everybody loves him um and then he has kind of a reputation for being kind of flirty with students and there's one um injured gazelle (laughs) who's very kind of shy and in her shell but super hot right (laughs) so um so he uh he takes a liking to her and they start spending time together and he starts like bullying her into a romantic relationship. And she's a student. Yeah. Is she on the football she's team? She's 15, John. <laughs> and he has a daughter that's in her same grade. And so like, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Is this basically American Beauty? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, there are, there are similar components. I will give you that, but... Uh, Kevin Spacey was not a successful football that, coach. That movie was total bullshit. Man, I haven't seen that probably since right after it came out. I don't know so. how something like that was created because no high school girls was like that. Um, the whole Lolita bullshit is just. You have, they should be ashamed you have to of give uh, suburban dads something to hope for. <laughs> apparently, it's so. Um, so he uh, he has a daughter that's in this woman or this girl's same um, grade, and so they have a slumber party. I don't want to give away spoilers, but uh, <laughs> it's, it sounds like some rape's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, except, of course, she doesn't recognize it as such. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 basically like your your typical abusive uh, high school relationship, except it's a adult an adult (laughs) and a child um and like the people in the town are kind of like looking the other way and um so that's realistic so the mom who i think no she wasn't on what show was she on 
Uh, well, she was on My So-Called Life, but that was a smaller part. Uh, Mary Kay Place is her name. <gasps> I love Mary Kay Place. Okay, everybody knows her name yes. except for me. I knew her face, but I... Oh, my God. Okay. Mary Kay Place. She was All in... Right. Uh, uh, what was that show called? I have the DVDs right over there. Um, Mary... <laughs> what was it called? Anyway. Uh, uh, Jessica was telling me about that. Mary something, Mary yeah. something. It's like Mary Gallagher, Mary Gallagher, <laughs> but it's not Mary Gallagher. No. Uh, well, I mean, we can find out pretty easy because I have this up here. Um, I've I've never seen it. Uh, you, you, so. you would love it. It's very really? before its time. Yes. Is it from the sixties? Yes. Um. Oh man, she's been in a lot of stuff. Like from the nineteen sixties. Who was alive in this? I mean, Mary I, Hartman. Yeah, Mary Hartman. Mary Hartman. Oh, it's the same name twice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought that was the. Wasn't there a Hartman in the Mary Tyler Moore show or something? Like I thought uh, that was this because I've heard the. You thought name. it was like a spinoff of the Mary yeah. Tyler Moore show. No, yeah. that was a different show. That was okay. a spinoff of the Mary Tyler Moore show. Okay, it's not. No, it's not that. No. Okay, well, I'll this have is, to check it out. Yeah. It's um, trippy. It's a trippy show. Anyway, so you'll be pleased to know that Mary Kay Place uh, is the hero. Good. Here. Did she cut off his balls? Not, uh, and I mean, not like technically, but she just like persisted with this, this legal case and getting attorney, like convincing attorneys that this was something they, they could win. And they eventually did. I can't remember what the precedent was that they set. Um, oh, is this like based on a true story? Yes. Oh. I think probably very loosely, but um, I'm not concerning myself with those details. <laughs> um, so that was fantastic. And then the next day, because I couldn't stop, I watched one called Deadly Vows. Is that the one with Cheryl Ladd? From 1994. No, oh. that's Vows of Deception, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. This one has a major dad in it. Oh, well, I remember that show. Uh, I barely do. And then Josie Bissett is the female she, lead. She, uh, Josie Bissett, she was in Melrose Place, Melrose Place or something. Yeah. I didn't see that show, but I was reading about it. She was the one with the boy haircut. She has a boy haircut in this too, kind of. I'm sorry, a gender more neutral like a, haircut. More like a pixie like cool like mm-hmm. straightened bleach blonde kind of. She is also. I mean, the um, the plots with these are very similar. So Major Dad is married uh, to, shit, uh, whose mom is she? <laughs> Peggy Lipton. Whose fucking mom is she? She was, I'm sorry, I don't have all my facts together. Uh, oh, she's Rashida Jones's mom, except oh, okay. she's dead. So yeah, she, yeah, 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 right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, apparently she was a model and a a big I did I've never heard of her before or probably ever seen her before Rest this film peace. yes but this film really convinced me that she was looking in worth looking into so um so he's major dad is married to uh Peggy Rashida Jones's mom and um he's kind of this like uh inadequate uh hypermasculine dick and uh, one day he sees this beautiful young woman coming out of her factory job. 
with her awesome <laughs> 80s haircut and her mousy clothes. Yeah. Um, and, oh, 90s, sorry. Um, and she just doesn't know what she has. <laughs> How beautiful she is. So he like swoops in and does all the like smooth guy stuff and um, convinces <laughs> him to marry her, but not for real. She becomes aware that he's married later and she's very upset for a little while. But then he's like, it's OK, baby. Don't worry. And she's like, OK. Um, and he's like, let's get married. It won't be real, but it'll be real to us. And she's like, all right, let's do it. And they did. Um, and then there's some like car explosions and car explosions. Yeah. This is actually based on a true story that I did look up. I'm trying to look up major dad. I can't, I, I don't remember what that guy looked like. He looks like this. But he didn't look like that in the movie. He looked oh, well, younger probably. Uh, he looked like that in the movie. He didn't look young. That's I know. That's a man who eats pussy right there. Dude, he has a pussy eating face. I mean, he's got, he's got one of those. Mustaches. He definitely has like, yeah. I would probably marry him. He's he is not a, daddy, a hot dude, but he in changes this film, the fucking tire though. But he has like misplaced confidence. Yeah, uh, like that big with dick energy. women with wounded gazelles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but she wasn't wounded. She was working in a factory. She was wounded. She didn't know how beautiful she was, John. Oh. She had low self-esteem. She was brought up in a very uh, restrictive household. Have you ever seen Flashdance? Um, I think I've seen bits of it. Because didn't she like work in a factory too? I think she was a welder. Yeah, why was she wanting to be a... Like, I, you're I'm asking, sorry. You're asking I, the I, I don't understand. Like, a lot of those 80s... I'm sorry for my voice. A lot of those 80s movies, really... Dancing movies really didn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that the plot was the point, right? It was yeah. the dancing. And did they do singing or something? But was, or was she trying to dancing? join like a chorus line? <laughs> like, what was she, where was she trying to dance? Was it like a Broadway something? I don't know. Didn't I didn't see it, that like way. I said. And where'd she get that water set? Why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> um, and I was asking about Flash Dance specifically, oh, not no. because of the factory, but also that song always plays in my office. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Maniac? No, not Maniac, the other one. I don't the, know. The uh She was trying to get into She was trying to get into an elite dance school, right? Like Juilliard or something. I think I saw the beginning of it and then they started dancing and then I stopped watching. I'm it. trying to think of the how did that song go? Not the Maniac, the other one. A woman was singing in it. It's something like, well, dance. Until we die, but not really. But that's kind of like. <laughs> Is that, are those the lyrics? <laughs> we'll dance until we die, but not really. Let me see if I could find. I think the song was called Flash Dance. Oh. Well, Jennifer Beals. Flash Dance song. Did you ever watch The L Word? What a feeling. What a feeling was the song. Oh, I remember that song. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did watch a couple of episodes of The L Word. I also watched this, um, this, can I say lesbian show? Yes. If it's all lesbians? If it, only if it's okay. all lesbians. I didn't know if I had to call it queer or... You can call it a queer show too. Okay. It's all lesbians though. Kind of like The L Word. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's based in England. What the fuck was it called? Good, good story, Megan. Can I play while you're thinking that? Can I play Flashdance with a feeling? 
Yeah. Because I need to, I think it's, she's saying we're dancing for our lives. And maybe that's why I thought we were going to die. We're dancing <laughs> till we die. They're going to kill us if we stop. <laughs> oh, look, there she is in her factory. She was very pretty. These are, this is so cheesy. Such a cheesy song. I mean, I think dancing's kind of dumb. I'm sorry for offending people, but. Oh, you're right. It does look like she wants to go into like a fancy school. And she's not like a classically trained dancer. She's just really good at it or something. I just want to get to the chorus. Here we go. Okay, so she's like a stripper? Um, is she a stripper? It looked like there's like a club scene when she was dancing. Here we go. I'm dancing for my life. <laughs> what the fuck was the name of the show? Like, I really liked it when I first... Like the English L word? Lip service, I think. Yeah, it's called lip service. That's what it is. I really liked it when I lived, when I found it, when I was living in Champagne. I watched the shit out of it. And then I tried to revisit it this year and it just really didn't hold up. Like, Oh, that's the worst. It just seemed very like, uh, I don't know, juvenile um, and cheesy. Mm-hmm. I remember Queer as Folk kind of scared me because I didn't. It scared you why? It scared me a little bit because I was like, is that what it's going to be like to be gay? And it turns out it kind of was. <laughs> Are you still scared? Once I got my par- my cherry pop, then I was like, I'm into this now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. That's all it took. You just had to remove the just seal. Like, just like uh, that young man whose name I forgot. He got his ass eating and he's like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember the first time I saw that scene, I was like, they eat asshole? I did you not. lick butthole? Um, I didn't see Queer as Folk. I may have seen a couple of episodes. It was more boring to me than... It's uh, very dramatic. It's like soap opera-y kind yeah, of. Yeah, totally. was kind of soap opera too. Except it's on too. film instead of like video. Yeah. Um, For the longest time, I thought the guy from Hal Sparks... Because Cal Spark was doing talk soup. And for the longest time, I thought he was gay because he was so convincing in that role, but he's not. Oh. And do, guess which character I identified with the most? You don't know because you never saw it. Yeah. The, the butch lesbian. She really? was my favorite character. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you see Cruising? No. That was a, that was a series. Mm-mm. I started to watch it. Um, but then like, then they start to introduce too many characters and I get confused. Was that like the kind of the gay version of, of girls? The one with, was that the series called girls? Yeah. There's a series called girls. Cause there's one. I think these guys are maybe older than canceled that. and I heard it was really boring and that's why I got canceled. I wonder if it was cruising. I think it was on HBO. Yeah. Did they have a uh, Toby, the guy, the, the hot guy, but the ears that kind of stick out. I can't remember. It was a while ago. Russell Toby? What's his name? Um, Man, we're so good at this. <laughs> uh, sorry. Let's go talk about your TV movies still. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I don't have a lot more to say about it. Like I said, I don't want to. I'll just summarize. Um, 
a mother's nightmare from last night. Uh, guess what a mother's nightmare is? That her child is murdered. That some really hot foster girl is going to start at your son's high school and fuck him. entrance him. And uh, fuck him, and then fuck your get husband. Get him fucked up on PCP, so oh. she can convince him to kill himself when he stops paying attention to her. Huh. That is a mother's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> when was that movie made? Uh, that was the 2012 one. That was that was shit that was the really one that's based on a because I know there was a there was that story with the girlfriend. Actually, I think she she was held legally liable criminally. No, no, no. This is that's not that this one. This is way before okay. that. But I didn't, yeah, I didn't think any PCP was involved. A running theme in in these films, and and I will admit that a factor is that I am picking them. Um, I'm not watching just anyone that comes up. Like I am, you know, very selective, and. A running theme is like uh, w- women are um, are shy and weak and easily convinced mm-hmm. of things that you want them to do, or the opposite. They are conniving manipulators mm-hmm. who um, want all of the attention they can get from you, and then um, if you won't give it to them they will kill you. <laughs> I can bring that back to the pom-pom squad. Yeah? <laughs> Hold on, one more. Okay. All right. Um, and then the other one from last night was Vows of Deception. Oh, my God, you're really watching a movie a night. Oh, well, this, this was two movies last night. I was really into it. Uh, Vows of Deception. Cheryl Ladd <laughs> is paroled from prison for child abuse but she's pregnant at the time and her parole officer this i didn't get this part he he was like hey would you do me a favor like he needed to set his friend up with somebody so he set uh this guy up with uh, a newly paroled and pregnant cheryl lad <laughs> and so so they like he introduces them kind of as a joke, I guess, but then they hit it off. Uh, this guy is recently divorced, and he has a really hot 20-something-year-old son. Uh-oh. Uh, and uh, so this this guy is totally in love with this woman, and he's very rich, and he gives her the life that she always wanted, and he takes care of her baby, and she kind of ignores the baby, it seems like. Um, and then... Uh, did I finish that movie? What the fuck happened at the end? What? Is she banging the hot sun? I don't think I fucking... How could I not have finished it? Oh, no. It's a cliffhanger. She starts to have an affair with the sun. Good. And there's a scene in at the lake house where she's like, help me, um, help me put this up. And he doesn't have his shirt on, of course. And she comes up behind him and kind of like kisses his back. And he's like... Don't. <laughs> don't. You're making my please, dick hard. Please don't. Like, he, he didn't have any control over the situation at all. So, like, it just goes from there and then there. And then she starts to get jealous of his girlfriend. And I think I didn't fucking finish this movie. I think because I had a phone conversation <laughs> and I had to. I'm going to fuck. I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> I'm going to watch. I'm going to. 
tonight I'm gonna watch start watching this show called White Lotus that everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, uh, what's her name's in it? Uh, Stifler's mom. I can't think of her name. I don't. I love her though. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I remember American Beauty, American I, Pie, American I Pie. S- I didn't see it. Stifler's mom from American Pie. I didn't see it. Uh, Legally Blonde. Uh, I think I saw that. Okay, the friend, this the bend and snap. Mm-mm. Jennifer Coolidge, that's her name. Okay, I still don't know who you're talking about, but go on. Okay. Anyway, she she stars in it. Okay, is this a network TV show or uh, this... HBO? Okay, I think HBO so, Max. No. Cool. It's her and. Uh, Wait, does this have Nicole Kidman in it? No, I would never watch anything with Nicole Kidman. Her face looks. I'm not a fan. Like a mask. She's yeah. Her 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 forehead never moves, and the only thing I ever I ever enjoyed was BMX racers. I don't want to plastic shame, plastic surgery shame people because maybe one day I'll have it. But sister, it is your face is looking yeah. bad. Yeah. Like she's one of those actresses like where I don't, mask. I don't, I'm, I don't understand why people think that she's such a great actress. I don't. Let Laura Linney's the other one where I'm like, I'm sorry. Every movie that Laura Linney's in, I'm like, that's Laura Linney. I get Laura Linney and um and Helen Hunt and Ellen Barkin all mixed up. Now Ellen Barkin, I like her. I like Ellen Barkin. Yeah, like she's a rough lady. You just and like I the like my ladies rough. Right? She picks some good roles. What was that movie where she was like an angel and she kept on getting like <laughs> murdered? I don't remember that one. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I think Cameron Diaz was in that movie too. God, we are so good at talking about movies. That we don't know about. Yeah, and politics <laughs> and fucking um, basically everything. Uh, right. Yeah, somebody tried to blow up the Capitol and nobody seems to really care because he had emotional problems. I didn't so hear bizarre. all of that. Oh, because he was white? <laughs> he was a white guy. Yeah. and What happened? Uh, so he uh, drove up to the Capitol. He said that he had a bomb in his truck. He, uh, his demands were that Biden step down mm-hmm. and that the, uh, all the Democrats should resign and Trump needs to be president again, but he'll be okay because he'll pardon all the Democrats or something. So, and Trump would do that. And his emotional problems were that I think his mother passed away or was sick. His wife was sick. And so we're like, okay, so he's for universal health care, but there's a twist his his pissed off that the Afghan refugees were going to come in and take all the free stuff that the American citizens They're not are part owed. of the universe. So it's one of those. But I'm just so amazed that like the reactions are, you know, he had emotional problems. Look, they talked. It's five You're hours standoff. You're not amazed by that. You're not at He's, all surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Um, But he didn't actually have a bomb, right? No. They said he had, like, the tools to make a bomb, but I guess he just wasn't smart enough to actually make a bomb. Did he, even if he did have a bomb, did he think he was going to make all of those things happen with one know. bomb? But, I mean, I mean, but there were, some Republican politicians are like, they're, this is like a result of them saying that the election was not legitimate. I know, dude. You know? I know. Like, yeah. they're causing this. And then they, they show sympathy, like that what Mo Brooks motherfucker who had released a statement basically saying that he sympathizes with this man. It's like, that's a terrorist. Yeah. That's a terrorist. Yes. Like, he had bomb. Yes. Why are we in, like, upside down land right now? How are you still... How do you still have a job? 
I just, it's just, it's infuriating. And that's one of the reasons why I'm afraid to call my mother right now, because I know that that's what she's going to want to talk about. And I don't want to get angry because I'm like, I agree with you. I don't want to talk about this though. We agree. Let's not talk. Right. I want to watch TV movies and forget. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing makes sense. That's going to be the next TV movie. Nothing makes sense right now. Do you have a passport? Yeah. Oh. I, I finally got my pictures done for yeah. a passport. I just need to actually get a passport. Are you leaving me, John? I mean, honestly, though, if we do need to get the fuck out, I want to have the tools in order to which to do it, you know? Sure. Always good to have a passport. Yeah. I think mine expires in five years. Oh, well. Well, how long, how good are the, how long are they good for? Like 10 years? Yeah. Like yeah, and I, I never had I one, so it's like renewal. I just need to get one just in case. And I know it takes a long time Maybe to get. Maybe in two years. That's like one of those things I've literally been putting it off for like a decade. Why? <laughs> because I've never I've had to go anywhere, you know? I never take any trips overseas. Yeah. But now, just in case, you should have it. Right. And I should have it. Do we have any more topics? We had the OnlyFans, but I think we we both agree that that's total bullshit. What? OnlyFans? What about it? Uh, I think starting next month or the month after that, they're going to start banning sexually explicit videos on their site, which is really how the site originated. Right. So a lot of people are, you know, calling hypocrisy on it. Um, Can I just interject one thing that has nothing to do with that that I forgot? Sure. Um, Bart Simpson is, the, is Nancy the, Cartwright is the sister of Cheryl Ladd oh. in Vows of Deception. Just in case you were on the fence about whether or not you wanted to watch this film, <laughs> she's a big Scientologist. Close your eyes and listen to Nancy Cartwright talking, mm-hmm. and you will see Bart Simpson as the sister. Oh, that's just her normal woman. voice, kind of. Kind of. You can hear it. I mean, she she like exaggerates it's a, a little bit but mm-hmm. but yeah you can you can like totally you're lee smith who yeah voices a little teeny voice yeah yeah very distinctive voice mm-hmm. who what kind of a name is that i don't know it's a good Yardly. question uh, maybe it's some british nonsense who knows it sounds yeah not it wouldn't be british it'd be like welsh because all their shit is weird um it's all like French all American, French American. Oh, her name's Martha. <laughs> what? Martha Maria Yardley Smith is a French-born American actress, writer, and artist. Was that somebody's last name, and they made it her? Maybe, kind of like Fiona Apple's real last name is not Apple. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Maggart. Her name's Fiona Apple Maggart. Mm. Well, now I'm disappointed. About Fiona? No, about Yardley. Hank Azaria is kind of, I find him strangely attractive. Really? I don't know why. I don't know why either. Do you know who else I find strangely attractive? The the director whose name I, do, I can't pronounce. But the Australian, or maybe he's from New Zealand. Taiki Waiki. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> What's dude's his hot. Name? What's his real Waititi name? Waititi. 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 <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sure that this is racist. Oh, I'm have you seen to. his new series? Uh, no. On HBO? Uh-uh. It's uh, Wellington Paranormal. It's um, two cops that were in the 
I think they were in the original what we do in the shadows film. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I know they were because they were. That's where that was taking place. Anyway, um, it they're they're assigned to these paranormal cases, and they're mm-hmm. just like so. It's fucking amazing. What's it on? HBO. Okay. What's it's it called so good. again? Wellington Paranormal. Okay. I'm going to watch that too. It's so fucking good. Also, what we do in the shadows uh, series back. is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Ta- Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's fucking hot. Yeah. He is super hot. I would totally go out with that dude. Yeah. I would hold his hand. I would kiss him. I, would, I mean, I, I'm sure he doesn't shave his pubes, but I'd be okay with that. Is that a... Is that a preference of yours? I'd prefer him at least trimmed. Not all the way gone, but I don't want a hairy bush. That's... I feel like, you know, you guys get together and then you can negotiate after that point. No, I would never tell somebody what to do with their own hair and with their own body hair. You can just tr- drop hints. <laughs> That's yeah, what I, I do. Yeah, I would just trim my own style and hope that they like pick mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, um, what a, uh, what a totally disjointed show we've mm-hmm. had. It's been fun, though. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Thank you for your counsel. You're welcome. I'm still probably going to play. Even though you <laughs> shouted at me for it earlier. Did I? Uh, I Don't you fucking therapize me oh, or something. Sometimes I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't want, sometimes it feels, I don't want to, I don't like that feeling. You don't want to answer questions. I don't like the feeling where, yeah. I don't know the answers. That's why I ask. Questions. I know, but the way you ask them, I don't like because I feel oh. like I feel I feel uh, I feel like I'm being interrogated. Like I'm gonna Which trick is not you. Not a good feeling. Yes. Ooh. Yes, that's what. Man, it feels I like. wish I had the ability to trick people. That would be, that would really be something. Mm-hmm. You should, you should be a prosecutor. Uh no, I get really I my mind freezes up and I um. I go blank when I get into arguments. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I really hate it. I don't. I just start yelling cuss words. Oh. Do, <laughs> so then do you win? No. Is that all it takes? No, but I do have that Zodiac Aries trait where we get mad really fast. Yeah. But then we get over it really fast. We don't understand why other people don't get over it as fast as we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's led to some uh, turmoil in hmm. my past. Hmm. Um, pom pom squad. Oh, the way I was gonna say that I had to bring that back with pom pom squad is that uh, I read an article where where she's obviously playing with like the cheerleader iconography um, because she finds it interesting that there's two very polar opposite. Uh, um, what's the right word? Where like cheerleaders are either like the airhead or like the devilish, you know, controlling. Smart but manipulative. Yeah. Uh, like, you so mean when you like, said that, it kind of reminded like me. Like the girl from A Mother's Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they're either like dingy, slutty airheads or they're the mean girls in the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Enjoy the song Crying by Pom Pom Squad, and we'll be back next week. Bye. 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 It was so funny last week when I said. <laughs> When I said bye, you know, for you to say the name of the band and you just said bye. (laughs) I feel like we trick people into thinking the end is coming and then it never does. (laughs) Bye. Bye.